I'd like to welcome you to the program today. It's another one of those special episodes of Mostly Folk. This, again, is an interview I conducted with Katie Oates on my program, The Catskills Cafe, uh, a live program out of Roxbury, New York, WIOX Radio. And this interview with Katie was a much more lengthy interview, but I had to cut it down so we could fit it into the Mostly Folk time slot. So let's go right to the interview with Katie Oates. But Katie has a brand new album called We Go On, Psycon's Songs of Hope in Hard Times. And uh, let me read you something that uh, was said by uh, John McCutcheon. And he said, I really thought I'd heard all of Sycon's songs. Then along comes Katie Oates' moving interpretations of songs both familiar, like Glory Women, and new here in Gastonia. In these challenging times, Katie's lovely vocals amplify Sy's message of courage, hope, and love, ringing like a tuning fork in our hearts and calling to us a vision of a better world. It's the best of what songs and singers do. I'm Marty Martello, and welcome to Mostly Folk. Here the days have no end Time is never your friend I just hope when I go It's to a better place than I know 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 Then I know, then I know Little sister of mine You are all I leave behind Lord, I hope they will show you A better life than I know Than I know then I know, then I know, then I know.
Katie Oates with Then I Know. Welcome, Katie. It's so great to have you. Thank you. It's great to be here. Technology is just amazing. I mean, as you're listing all those people and all these places, it's <laughs> it's really, I mean, that has been a positive. Uh, and, and this pandemic is all of us learning technology and uh, newer ways to connect and share music and yeah, all the rest. Know, it's, it's, an, it's an odd thing as uh, horrible as the pandemic yes. has been for so many people. Yes. There's lots of good things that came out of it, such as this, I think the Zoom thing is quite amazing <laughs> because we would have never been doing this had it not been for the pandemic. And, you know, everybody using Zoom now, it's the go-to communication uh, method. I, I use Zoom uh, during an interview simply because the sound is better. You, you couldn't have been able to perform live over the telephone. So, um, right. you know, we almost had to do that. But thankfully, <laughs> we, you know, I restarted the uh, find uh, the uh, Firefox and eventually got the email through. Let and me just tell your listeners out there, Artie works well under pressure. The man had like six <laughs> things he was juggling. He had me on a line. He had tech, he was doing his own tech support. This this wow. man was juggling. <laughs> Thank you so much. I appreciate the compliment. So Katie, tell me about this album. You know, I've been in touch with you. I've been in touch with Saikon about it. And Saikon just raved about you. I asked Sai to join us today. He said, no, no, no. Do this. Uh, let Katie be on by herself. We'll do another thing later on. And both of us are the same age and uh, we, we decided we're going to have a celebration when we reach 80. Uh, oh, we're both man. 77. So uh, I'm a little older than Cy, but we'll have that celebration anyway. But, That's going to uh, be a celebration. But being that Cy said, you're a great conversationalist. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to let you uh, talk a lot about the, not only this album, but some of the songs on the album. So, uh, well, I appreciate that. I, yeah, Sai is a neighbor of mine. If you can believe, um, really? we are only three blocks away. But away. of course, um, yeah, in Charlotte. And um, I, Sai, I heard about Sai when I was at a songwriting camp, and um, John Vesner was teaching me. He was actually teaching me how to do this very thing that we've got going on right now. Oh, this, really? you know, plugging instruments into a computer and how do you? Because you know that was back when everybody was doing those YouTube things, and so I was taking this course with him. And he, he looked up and I saw on his screen, Sai Khan was just like listed the whole page, <laughs> and. Um, uh, John's a wonderful singer-songwriter, also um, happens to be married to Kathy Matea, and so they've done a lot of work with, with Cy. And he looked up at me, he said, you're from Charlotte, you should, um, don't you know Cy? And I said, oh, gosh, I, I don't. And so I was, you know, kind of embarrassed in front of the whole class. And so it was my mission to find Cy. And I saw him at, um, actually ended up inviting him to a house concert. And we met and became friends and then realized we were so close. And he's been a mentor ever since. That was good good 12 years ago and and just a generous mentor as you as you noted mm -hmm. you know with Sai wanting to give me the attention he's been coaching me about you know the music business it's it's 
you know, this is a hard business to figure out if you don't have someone who's showing you the ropes a little bit and, and being generous. I mean, like that quote from John McCutcheon, who also, you know, Mm -hmm. Cy told me about a workshop that John was doing. And so I got to do this workshop and meet, meet John McCutcheon and, and work with him a little bit. And then, so when it came back around to asking him to listen to this, this album, he was so generous. Uh, It's, it's been a great experience. You're you're so lucky to have such a mentor as Saikon. I mean, the guy is just a fantastic guy. Uh, I always love emailing Sai because... (laughs) Do you, I don't know if you get the same thing, but I, uh, you know, if I'm, I do. if I'm mailing him something, you know, he'll put it, you know, if I ask a question about something, he'll have the uh, statement and then below it, the answer. And then the other statement and below that, another answer. And yeah. it's so great. He intersperses his replies with your original email. Exactly. And so he makes sure that he addresses absolutely Every everything yeah. that you said. I and the other thing I love is that Sai has an, um, uh, Sai does that. The, what do they call it? The third watch. There are a bunch of names for it. When when people, and particularly in and um, and in times with uh, without electricity, people would work the th- you know like the third shift. People would work wake up in the middle of the night and go chat with neighbors and whatnot. And um, so our, our sleep patterns haven't always been like this. With you know go to sleep at ten, wake up at six or whatever. And so Sai actually wakes up in the middle of the night and does a lot of work. Yeah. So I always know when I open up that. Boy, I open up that email and I've got like, you know, you know, seven long emails from Sai. Sai's been at work uh, yeah. overnight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah we, we we go to sleep at nine o'clock. We're not up during the night. But you know, I almost answered your emails, the our exchange of emails, the way Sai does it. Then I said, No, yeah, I can't do this. It's impossible. <laughs> <laughs> so uh again katie oates she has this new album we go on Psycon songs of hope in hard times and um it's a how many how many cuts are on this album uh, there 14, are 14 14 cuts for those of you and that can you know see, there it is. Yeah, I did that for a couple of reasons. Some of some of Sive's songs are shorter, so I I didn't want to, mm-hmm. you know, I wanted to go ahead and fill up a, you know, a standard kind of 45 minutes. Right. But also, you know, we were we were uh, at this point um I was choosing songs during the pandemic and you know, I was working real hard with with Parker. I've got by the way, I've got Parker Foley here. Um um Hi, Parker. folks can see him. He's a wonderful acoustic bass player and y'all are going to get to hear him some. But Parker and I worked really hard throughout the pandemic on on songs, but you know, you just never know what's what's really going to happen when you get in the studio. So mm-hmm. I thought, well, I'll probably have to drop a couple songs. And then I didn't. <laughs> so we ended up with 14. Yeah. Wow. Um, yeah. that brings us to uh you doing something live for us. You're going to do a number of songs live, so I'm so looking forward to this. And, yeah, I'm uh, delighted. Tell us about the yeah. first song that you're going to do. Yeah, I thought we'd start off with uh, When the Morning Breaks. It's a, it's a lovely song talking about um, this this era in the early 20th century when, particularly in the South, when so many people were moving from mountain communities and farming and agrihoods and trying to find a better life, working in the textiles were blooming, they were going down into mill towns. Um, it just kind of depended upon the area, and but it was there was this huge shift in the early 20th century. And it was, well, in our country, just in general, we are an immigrant country, and except for, of course, Native Americans who were here first, and of course, African-Americans who were um, forced to be here, but 
we all come from different places and we all have that mix of longing for the home that we came from, but being here in this new place, whether it's hoping for a better life. And I was, I've been really struck lately while I've been singing this also about how our lives have just been upended by this pandemic and how so many of us now are, you know, we're working from home or we're figuring out we can live in a different place or we have to live in a different place. People have lost businesses and homes and it is, it has this feel of all that turmoil again and, and that early 20th century. And one of these, one of the beautiful things about this lyric is it, it, there's a line that says, I'd rather be here in a strange place with you than the most familiar place I've ever known. And I've always thought about that particularly as a distance. It's, it's You're traveling from this mountains that they love to this factory town. But lately, it's really felt for me, you know, you're, you're boxed up with somebody, you know, somebody else, maybe you've got a couple of other people, uh, maybe another family in your pod, but it's been, you know, we've, we have, you know, what, what, once was the world and all of a sudden this strange place where you have like six people you get to see or or for so many people even less yeah, than that absolutely so, so it's had it's picked up a different resonance for me and it's this is called when the morning breaks this place is so flat you can watch the sun go down and follow it until it fades from sight. The smoke from the paper mill covers up the town. It's gonna be a long and lonesome night. But watch the sun and sky. When the morning breaks, heading for the mountains of our home, I'd rather be here in a strange place with you than the most familiar place I've ever is coming on the garden has all gone to weed and seed the dogs and the neighbors must wonder why we've gone what we hope to find here that we morning breaks heading for the mountains of our home I'd rather be here in a strange place with you than the most familiar place I've ever empty. The lights have all gone out. A 
on a home we built with work and care and sometimes i stare through the spaces of the night wondering what the hell we're doing here but watch the sun and sky when the morning of our home I'd rather be here in a strange place with you than the most familiar place I've ever known I'd rather be here in a strange place with you than the most familiar place I've ever known. When the Morning Breaks, uh, Katie Oates, from her new album. Of course, this was a live recording but uh, the song is on the album We Go On, Psycon Songs of Hope in Hard Times. I'm speaking with Katie Oates. And by the way, Katie's uh, website is katieoates.com. That's uh, Katie, O-A-T-E-S. That's right. Com. And, and Katie uh, with an I-E as well. It, right. E's are just a weird thing with my good name. Good point. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's... Uh, that's always a good point, uh, so that people uh, know. All you have to do is Google Katie Oates, and that'll take you right to her website. And uh, lots of nice things on the website, including some videos, uh, and of course, uh, a way to purchase Katie's albums. Now, this isn't her only album. We're going to focus on this album today, but Katie does have other albums. Maybe we'll talk about that later on, but. Today we're talking about this album of Saikon songs and Katie, uh, Katie's neighbor, Saikon, of course, wrote these tunes. Um, okay, Katie, uh, let's get to another live song. And, uh, yeah, let's do, let's go to, um, let's go to Luray Women, actually. Uh, this, this one's got a, a nice little story behind it. Sai um, has a brilliant wife, a philosopher, a writer. Um, her name's Elizabeth Minnick. And he and uh, Elizabeth worked from home and they were both at home working. And she came into his office with just a face as white as a sheet. And he said, what, what is wrong? What happened? She said, well, I just walked by a mirror and I saw my great, great grandmother in the mirror looking at me. And, <laughs> and she was really kind of shaken up. And so, so I said, well, we'll sit down. Let's talk about it. Tell me about, tell me about them and tell me about your family. And these, these women were from um, Luray, um, Virginia, around where the Luray cabins are. Uh -huh. And she just started telling stories. And so I picked up his guitar, which he says, he, you know, he never does it like that, but picked up his guitar and just started writing the song. And so this is written for um, Elizabeth's family. And one of my favorite little lyrics to listen for is um, he talks about great-grandma Nanny coming and standing on the porch and underneath her plain white apron holds my future in her hands. And just in this 
little, little succinct phrase, he draws this connection between, you know, all these years ago between Elizabeth and her family, and of course, his future with Elizabeth, and then his children and his grandchildren, that future and that image That's of great. this, this grandmother standing on a porch, I mean, it's great, great grandmother. So it's a beautiful song. And uh, I'm delighted to get to cover it and put it on this CD. Yeah. Luray Women. Tall as timber, great Aunt Lizzie, wrapped in rugs against the cold. Looking out across the mountain to the valleys of my soul. On the porch Where Lizzie's rocking Great-grandma Nanny Comes and stands Underneath her Plain white apron Holds my future in her hands Lure women me soft as memory strong as wood in my face you are returning here you singing in my blood how the years and all my memories Flow like water by the bridge I can see them In my mirror Tall as trees along the ridge Just like trees Along the mountain Through the years grown straight and tall till the place where they've been standing seems deserted when they fall Lori women how you're with me soft as memory strong as wood You are returning Here you sing in my blood If you lose The one who loves you Make a life that's all your own Find a place No one can Turn your back, go back home. But if you find the one who loves you, if you love the one you find, be like sisters on the mountain. 
branches touching, roots entwined. Hooray, women, how you're with me, soft as memory, strong as wood. In my face, you Beautiful tune, Lore Women from the album We Go On, Psycon Songs of Hope in Hard Times. Katie, you are the daughter of a preacher. Tell me about this. Oh, uh, yes, you must have <laughs> yes, you must have gotten that one off the I website. Looked, of course, I looked at you. Yes, look at you doing that research. Yeah, I'm a PK. In fact, that's one of the things Cy and I have in common. He's the uh, son of a rabbi. Wow. So we always talk about being uh, uh, PKs. He just he just uses <laughs> preaching. Kid. But it, it does. It, it really affects you. Um, I, wow. I, I was in um, my earliest memories are of rural Mississippi. Actually, my, my dad had a small little historic church outside of Oxford. And we lived on a dirt road, and um, it was a tiny little church. And he used to talk about how he loved the sound of folding chairs being set up. You know, uh, it's like that meant yeah. there were more people coming in. And we used to help him fold bulletins as as children. I mean, I would have been, you know, four or something. And we moved to a bigger church in South Carolina, I guess, when I was about eight or nine. And um, they were taking me on a tour of this. It was a small town. It's Clinton, South Carolina, which is a mill town, which gives me some of that. Uh, I've got another song on this CD about mills. Um, but we were walking around this church. It was huge. You know, I was going from this one room place to, and we were looking at the whole facility. And my dad looked at me and he said, and what do you think, Katie? And I, I kind of sighed and I said, well, daddy, we're going to have to get up awfully early, early to fold all those bulletins. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. So it's, yeah, it's a big part of my life. You know, so you, you is, have a is family. Is this how you got yeah. your start singing? Oh, absolutely. Well, you know, like like most people, I, I sang in church, you know, they just plop you up there and say, sing something for us. And and that's what I would do, you know, singing hymns, singing in the choir. Um, in fact, there's a story, uh, I think it's on my website, but um, that when I was uh, I was less than two, I was probably I was pulling myself up on in my crib and able to pull myself up and to get my parents attention. I would rattle the sides of the, of the <laughs> crib and I'd sing this little line um Oh, now I'm forgetting what the hymn is from, but the 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 phrase is early in the morning, my song shall rise to thee. And uh -huh. I would just I would just wail on that, you know, hit that high note at, at like, you know, one and a half or whatever I was. And I, it was thematically, you know, yeah. early in the morning, yeah. my song shall rise to thee. And they knew it was time to come get me out of that crib. Very so. inspirational line. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I've been I have been singing from the very beginning. There's now, something that just are you called still, to me. Are you still um do you still follow the uh, the faith, or are you still part of? Uh, is your dad still alive? Number one, he is still alive. He, you know, he ended up uh, in a church out in Montana, and um, we actually one of the things they remember. Um, he they, he was out there almost thirty years, but he was he and my mom originally from Tennessee, and one of the 
the events they talk about out, out there in that church is how I came out one year and we sang together at Chris, on Christmas Eve, sang, uh-huh. um, sang a hymn together. My, my grandfather was actually thought about being an opera singer, but really? he didn't. And my father, yeah, and he, he did. He toured for a little while. I can still see a little poster of, of his touring, but he decided he really wanted family and wanted to be more rooted. And so he ended up not being an opera singer, and he always just sang in the church. Wow. And my dad has that same face structure and that same voice. And I've always told him, you know, he's, he used it for speaking and preaching, but mm-hmm. uh, I'd always told him, Dad, I know you've got a good singing voice, you know, come sing with me. So. Yeah, so we've did. gotten to do that over the years, but um, he, they've moved back to the East Coast now, and, are, and he, he, of course, is retired, but he, he's still living. He, I just no, saw I know him he's if, still living, yeah. but it is, he's not yeah. preaching anymore. He's not, not preaching anymore. He okay. retired probably okay. a good 15 years ago, and wow. um, yeah, I got to sing for the retirement, and yeah, uh-huh. singing is such, a, it's such a gift because you really do. You get to be there in these consequential moments for people. You know, I've sung for funerals and weddings and my dad's retirement for... Um, it's, it's, you know, I've sung at, at bedsides. Um, I sang at, gosh, I sang at my grandfather's, um, bedside when he was dying from, uh, from cancer. Um, it's a, it's a, it's a beautiful gift to be able to connect with people. And my grandmother, many years later, um, when she had dementia, it was, um, it was the way she would, I would start in on him and I knew, I knew before I even went over there that she would know every word. And she did. I would start in on an old hymn. She didn't know who I was. She didn't know who anybody was. She didn't know where she was. But she knew every single word to that hymn. And we would, we would sing together. Yeah. Just like ships that sail out on the water Driven by the waves far from their way From each other, but we'll come together some sweet day. Some sweet day, we'll smile at each other when the chains that hold us fall. Just like smoke 
Have you ever um, done, uh, gone to nursing homes for, uh, you know, to entertain? Or I do yes. know singers, uh, you know, such as George Mann. Uh, yep. he's, he's always you know, moving from nursing home to nursing home to entertain. Yep. And even yep. Zooming it's, right now at nursing homes is, is something yep. that's going on. It's a beautiful, it is, it's a beautiful outreach. And yeah, there's, there are various programs um, in Charlotte that do that. And yeah, Parker's, Parker has done a lot of it. Oh, neat, yeah. neat. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, give us another tune. Let's, yeah, let's I, maybe going. I'll sing. Um, yeah, this, this is um, called Sail Away. And it's a song Cy wrote for um, an uh, uh, Italian immigrant woman who ended up in a coal town and you know the immigrant story is often you know you come for a better life and and so often um you you know you you don't achieve all of those dreams and you're in fact often met with hostility and you're the outsider and i think particularly about the even internal in our country i think about the great migration when african americans were traveling and trying to escape Jim Crow and lynching and, and murder and looking for a better way, but they would, and they would often be able to escape that, but they had to leave their family and then often were met with hostility in these other places. So it's, it's, this song is a beautiful way to capture um, both the hope and the, and the sadness of, of the immigrant story that we, um, we know here in the U S um, but it's a, a somewhat similar story for any immigrant, no matter where you're going. So, so this is called Sail Away. Sail Away. The year was 1910 She thought she was coming to the promised land Left New York on a crowded train Got off in a town with a funny name She heard that the streets were lined with gold But her life was built out of blocks of coal And it's all, all you see Tried to make a home in a three-room shack Fourteen children that came too fast She cracked and faded like a photograph She hated the times that they had in bed But she said she figured it was all he had And it's all, all you sailors say Long time. 
time since someone sat down there. If you want to look her up, just ask around. The only Italian in the whole damn town. And it's all, all you sailors sail away. And it's all. Katie Oates from the album We Go On, Psycon's Songs of Hope in Hard Times. And, of course, that was a live version of the song that's on the album. And, by the way, uh, again, if you are interested in purchasing the album, katieoates.com, that's K-A-T-I-E-O-A-T-E-S.com. And uh, that's the place to go if you want to buy this album, as well as some uh, some of Katie's other albums. She does have a number of other albums that are available for purchase. The album Play Me and uh, Something True are a couple of her other albums. And uh, she could talk about that later on. But we are focusing today on this new album that Katie just released. This album, as we've mentioned numerous times, are songs of Cy Kong. Let me read a quote from Cy. Again, Mm. this comes from your website. Cy says that Katie Oates doesn't just wear her heart on her sleeve, but in her music. Few people I know have made as remarkable a transition from trained singer of classical opera to passionate performer of her own original songs, which she does with elegant grace and energetic poise. Katie's music inspires, entertains, troubles, and lifts us, makes us laugh, and breaks our hearts. She's as good a person as she is an artist, intelligent and humane, sincere and real to the core. Listen, listen, listen. So uh, I say to my audience, let's listen to some more live music from Katie Oates. Thank you. I love that quote from from Cy. It's beautiful. That man ought to be a writer, don't you think? Oh, my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) He should. (laughs) Yeah. Well, since we're in this loving mood, I'll do a a love song. Cy says, every every album needs a love song. And on this one, he coins a word that is is, um, whosoever body else. And it's... uh, that's uh, he made sure I knew that when I wrote the lyrics, that's all one word, Katie, whosoever body else. But this sense that no matter what else happens, you know, whether you achieve the the um, fame or the recognition, um, what's most important again is that is that connection. And um, this this not only has that beautiful message, but um, it, he delivers it in a very humorous way. It's uh, called "I Know You." Oh, and this is. Uh, this is a previously unreleased song, and he wrote this song with his son Gabe, um, who goes by the um, artist named Brycon. Gabe um, Gabe does um, hip hop, and so when they collaborated, the, their collaboration on this is very different um, from from what I'm doing. Uh, I've changed it up a little bit, but it's a it's a beautiful collaboration, and I'm delighted to bring some of those those songs to all of you. Um, this again, this is I know you. Thank you. 
Some people know presidents, some people know queens. Some people talk to friends no one else has ever seen. Some people know Elvis, yeah, they think it's true. I don't know nobody, but I know you. Well, I know you, yeah, I know you. You're my heart of hearts, you're my truest true. Everybody's talking about who knows who. I don't know nobody, but I know you. Everybody's talking about who's been where with who so everybody else, but I don't care. Put them right in front of me, I see right through. Don't need no celebrities, cause I know. Icon Songs of Hope in Hard Times. That was Katie Oates Live. And Katie is with us today via Zoom and doing some uh, live music. And uh, I love it. It's uh, it's a pleasure. It's a treat, to, you know. After uh, you know months he, of barely doing you know any live performance, this this counts as live for of me. Course. You know, yeah. <laughs> there you go. Uh, I can't and, see most of those faces out there, but I know you're there. Uh, <laughs> it's a pleasure to have you singing live, and there there are ten, uh, fourteen songs on this album. Once again, for those of you that uh, can see it. There it is, <laughs> Katie Oates, We Go On. If you go to Katie's website, you'll also be able to uh, listen to uh, some of uh, some videos that Katie has uh, created, as well as purchase the music. I always tell people to go to the artist's website if you want to purchase the music, eliminate the middleman. Exactly. And, uh, Katie gets gets a better share of the proceeds from that album. You say on your uh, website uh, that having someone else's permission to sing helped me deal with my self-doubt. Uh, talk about that. What, what, yeah. What you... I mean, singing singing is a very vulnerable 
experience. You know, you kind of bare your soul for people. And I had a, I really struggled with that. You know, once I got to about middle school, you know, I would sing, you know, the latest pop song and I would just be singing it and, and everybody, you know, laughed at me. Wow. And I had a hard time, you know, having that confidence to realize, you know, this is just kids. They're just, they're just being silly. You And, and and frankly, I think they laughed because they were a little surprised to see this little, you know, pipsqueak kid, you know, singing with this full passion about something. I mean, it is, that would be an, a natural reaction. So I really don't blame any of those kids who laughed. Um, I just didn't have the confidence to just kind of push through that and push through my own insecurities. And then as you get to be an adult, you know, it's a weird thing. The more attention you can get, it, it sometimes other people feel like any attention you get, it, it um, takes away from attention they might get. And so people can kind of be mean behind your your back or even in front. I, I once sang, it was a woman, I actually sang for her wedding and I had this big aria I sang for a church service. And I was standing there after afterwards receiving everybody, just just chatting with everybody. And she said, You sang that so well, I wanted to hit you. And I thought, oh God. I mean, I just didn't even know how to take that standing there in the in the church, you know, with this woman who I, you know, I sang for her wedding and she wanted to hit me because I sang so well. Uh, you know, it's a weird, it's just a weird vulnerability. And so it takes kind of pushing through all kinds of your own insecurities, other people's insecurities, and try to just get back to that, that baseline again that I've been, I keep kind of hitting on this theme today. I think it's just so much in my heart of, of really connecting with people because what people want isn't necessarily, um, well, at least please hope that you didn't want perfect guitar playing singing. Cause that's not what you're getting today, you're, yeah. but you are getting, you are getting my heart. And, and that's what, that's what we all need. We need that yeah, we need connection absolutely. and community. And uh, yeah. singing Saikon songs helps mm. you connect that way, I think, because yeah. of his, uh, well, his incredible writing skills and, uh, and, and the songs that he writes are significant. Uh, you know, they're, they're just significant. Yeah, Sai, you know, Sai talks when he talks about himself. He's he's first um, is a community organizer and, and right. first, you know, worked on behalf of people who who needed advocacy, whether it was in the textile mills or um, this next song I, I want to sing to you is one of his his it was a formative event in his life. Um, of going down to Arkansas in 1965 and working with the Student Nonviolent Coordinating Committee and registering voters. It was a scary, scary time. Mm -hmm. And Sai was down there in the middle of that, but he had this amazing experience of, of connecting and helping people. And he realized from that moment that he want, that this is what he wanted to do. Even with the danger he was facing, of course, he was young. He was, he was a kid. He didn't even quite fully appreciate what yeah. he was up against but um and then and his music as he says um has always been the, a way to to rally people and connect people and to give us really the courage in our hearts to stand up and and advocate for our neighbor and and do the hard do the hard work so music music as that um um is is really the the method for his his work the the vehicle yeah well, let's hear. What song is this? Yeah, so um, Mississippi Summer is what the mm -hmm. song is called, and this is what he wrote. At one point, you know, I, I was looking, researching his website at one point, and it said, he said, I, and I asked him about it, I said, si, si, is it true it took you 10 years after that experience to write this song? He said, oh, I don't remember. If that's what I said, I guess that's what happened. But <laughs> anyway, and I also made the mistake. I've been singing this song actually for a while now, and I used to talk about how he had gone down to Mississippi, and um, he caught, he 
was at a live concert where I introduced it like that. And he took me aside afterwards. He said, Katie, um, I wasn't in Mississippi. I was in Arkansas. And I said, well, Cy, it's called Mississippi Summer. And he said, yeah, I know. But writing a song and trying to rhyme Arkansas just does not work like Mississippi. <laughs> so <laughs> so there, there it is. And, um, you know, have, having lived in Mississippi and understanding, I mean, I actually lived in Mississippi in the, in the late 60s and I was a child. So for me, it was idyllic and farm life. Um, and it's only been many years later where I realized some, some of the menace, um, particularly for some of my, um, some of my rural neighbors that, that was existing. And so I think one of the things I like about this song is it's not just this big proclamation about um, civil rights or something. It, it, it really conveys regular people trying to deal with this um, uh, menace that they can kind of feel, think that they can kind of see, but can't quite put their finger on. And he does this so effectively in the song. You'll, you'll love it. Mississippi Summer. My hands are as cracked as an August field That's burned in the sun for a hundred years With furrows so deep you can hide yourself But I ain't chopping cotton no more this year I'll just sit on the porch with my eagle eye And watch for a change of wind The rows are as straight as a shotgun barrel And long as a bullet can spin You know how hot it gets in Mississippi. You know how dry it gets in the summer sun. The dust clouds swirl all down the delta. I just hope that I don't die. For the harvest comes Black clouds gathering on the edge of town But no rain's gonna fall on us Hoes rise and fall in a distant field Earth takes a beating for all of us Thought I heard the angel of death overhead But it's only the crop dusters playing Hoes rise and fall like the beating of wings Lord, send us freedom and rain You know how hot it gets in Mississippi, you know how dry it gets In the summer sun, the dust clouds swirl All down the delta, I just hope that I don't die For the harvest
There you go, Katie Oates with Mississippi Summer, a song written by Cy Khan, and it comes from the album We Go On Cy Khan's Songs of Hope in Hard Times. And I'm here uh, in this Zoom session with Katie and Parker Foley on bass. And uh, hey, uh, this is great. I, I just love it. Um, We're having a great time. Thank you so much for having us, Artie. I mean, the nice part about the Zoom thing is uh, it's almost as if the artists were live in the studio with me, uh, which I do always enjoy having somebody here live. Of course, that hasn't happened in over a year, yeah, simply yeah. because of you know what happened with COVID. Uh, yeah, it, there's been kind of a fun little justice. I've had uh, a number of people say, you know, well, 65 and over is pretty good, looking pretty good now, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> That's no, the truth. <laughs> so uh, Katie has been performing uh, live for us. And uh, what have you lined up for us next, Katie? Yeah, I thought I'd play uh, a bluesy kind of song for you. Um, okay. This is another one that Cy collaborated on with his son, Gabe. And this one, um, again, was very electronic, very hip hop. Um, and I loved it when, you know, it's so much fun to listen to another artist. And I pretty, you know, listen to the catalog and, you know, trying to pull out songs, but I was particularly focusing on some that he hadn't recorded. And he and Gabe, I remember him talking about this project about eight years ago. They had, they had collaborated. Gabe, Gabe would find all these beats and he would play the beats for Cy. And then Cy would just kind of come up with a story and a song and the melody. And they had all this stuff recorded and I would kind of followed the whole project. And then there, there came, they had all these problems with, uh, um, with the rights and they weren't able to release it. So I dove into that catalog and I came up with, two songs that, that I know you that you heard and this one called bury me on Beale street, mm. which was, um, it was just so much fun hearing this song. I was like, that size size rapping on this song. It was just the coolest thing. And Cy, um, Cy has got just a curiosity and a love for, you know, all kinds of music and all kinds of people. And in his heart, when he heard this beat of, of Gabe's, he thought of an unknown, uh, female blues singer in Memphis and how that singer had probably felt at being ignored and not, um, you know, there, there are so many um, um, singers, particularly black um, men and women who contributed to music in this country. And we don't even know their names and we owe them such, such a debt and they never got the recognition that they were due. And so Sai imagines in this song that, that she kind of takes care of it herself. She's, she's going to put herself up a big old, tombstone and um she uh she people are going to wonder who she was so this is called bury me on beale street oh and by the way i this this i'm, I'm announcing this here this is this is an exclusive Artie. that okay. cy Khan's music or what drove me to decide I wanted to play the electric guitar. Really? You, you have you have heard it here first. <laughs> <laughs> that is, these songs, there were a couple, and I actually borrowed an electric guitar and played an electric guitar on several of the tracks on this, on this CD. Really? And yes, and I and I have a guitar. I just don't have quite all of the equipment yet, so I'm sticking with the acoustic today. Okay. <laughs> but yes, Cy Khan, you heard it here first. Cy Khan inspired me. Well, to I hope Cy's listening. If not, he will be listening <laughs> to the the podcast when he comes. I don't out. think I've even told Cy that. So you got the exclusive on that already. Well, he's going to learn. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> okay. Here's... All right. Bury me on Beale Street. Thank you. 
along the mountain where the ground is stony hard. Lay me down among my friends where the music plays so sweet. Echoing from dusk to dawn, bury me on Beale Street. Won't you tell that undertaker Drape me in my wedding dress Get my old jewels out of hock So I'm sure to look my best Won't I be a sight to look on Dressed in white from head to feet Like some shining fallen angel Bury me on Beale Street I won't need no hard shell, preacher won't need no brass band. I won't need no gospel choir, I found my promised land. Here where music is the message, everybody feels the beat. You know blues is my religion, bury me on beat. Foley on bass. Some folks are sure they're bound for heaven, gonna hear the angels sing. Since I don't know where I'm going, better play some BB King. Electric bass and steel guitar, let the music roll so free. Lay me down where I'm on Beale Street. Yeah, that's the way I want it. Right here on Beale Street. I'm gonna go out of here. Just like I've lived. Folks are gonna talk for years. Tourists gonna stand looking at my gravestone, huh? They're gonna say, huh, wonder who she was. Must have been some kind of musician. Have a stone like that. Huh, funny we never heard of her. <laughs> I love it, I love it. Oh gosh, Sai has got the best sense of humor. He really does. Uh, he is, yeah. he, he, he's great. Yeah. <clears throat> So there you have it, Katie Oates from Cy, from uh, an album of Saikon's songs. We go on Saikon's songs of hope in hard times, and I know you have a couple of more uh, live songs that you had planned to play. So I do, but I understand if you know we we only have a limited amount of time. So no, how, yeah. how how we're, we're, how we're how how long are we going? We we can go right till four o'clock if okay. if we need to, right. but. 
Uh, I may play mm. some songs from the album. I want you to play those live tunes. Uh, Perfect. It's good to have. It's good to have as much as possible, and uh, and if I do turn this into a podcast, uh, it's so much easier when you have so much music. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> it's better Wonderful. to have more than less. Let's than less. Yes. <laughs> and I will play because I know you weren't going to play some of the songs on the album. That certainly yeah. are interesting, like yeah, uh, some were here in Gastonia and, then, and yep, uh, why yep. are the guns still firing? Mm-hmm. Uh, I may play those from the album, but uh, Good. what do you got Good. for us live here? Yeah, um, I thought I'd do By the Side of the Road. Okay. Um, it's a real interesting twist on the murder ballad. Um, some some of your listeners may know that ballad actually means story. It comes from, from the UK, and that's often... Um, the way that that um, that news got distributed um, was through songs and singing, and and so often as you know, it's about murder, and um, and usually it was uh, unfortunately about um, some woman, a, a victim of either a lover or she had the um, she had she inconveniently got pregnant, and therefore you know this this guy is singing a song about how hard it was to kill her, and you know, <laughs> so there's that there's the murder ballad, and but in this one, Sai uh, imagines. That he flips it on its head and he imagines that that a white woman and a black woman conspire to um, to do in this um, this woman's husband and um, who had obviously treated them both badly, and he uses the um, the metaphor or the um, the imagery of by the side of the road where all things are hidden, um, and that, that that's how they get away with it. So that's what that's what we're going to play for you today. And this is this one features Parker on bass a good bit, so it's a nice one. Here we go. By the side of the road. He came riding in his carriage, horses stepping high. I'd never seen such horses in my life. He took me out riding. Said he'd take me for his wife And we stopped in the heat of the day By the side of the road By the side of the road All things are hidden By the side of the road Who knows what lies Where the briars and brambles grow Where the dark swamp waters flow Only God knows what goes on By the side of the road I was standing at my window as he slowly rode away I'd send him off to town to buy a plow I watched a tall dark woman I can see her even now slip off through the fields by the side of the road by the side of the road all things 
by the side of the road who knows what lies where the briars and brambles grow where the dark swamp waters flow only god knows what goes on by the side of the road But the finest horse can stumble when a gun goes off nearby and tumble with its rider to the ground. I stood there at my window till we knew that he'd been found lying in the dust by the side of the road. By the side of the road, all things are hidden. By the side of the road, who knows what lies? Where the briars and brambles grow, where the dark swamp waters flow. Only God knows what goes on by the side. Only God knows what goes on by the side of the road. With a song about the victims of racial terror and abuse that was By the Side of the Road, sung by Katie Oates, and of course, written by Sai Khan. And once again, the website is katieoates.com, that's O-A-T-E-S, and Katie is spelled with an I-E, not a Y. Uh, check out Katie's website. You'll be able to not only purchase this album, but uh, Katie's other three albums. Mm-hmm. And... Um, I appreciate this, by the way, so much, Artie. It's one of those things. I'll play a whole gig and just forget to mention anything about CDs or merch (laughs) or anything. Well, that's why I'm here. (laughs) I tell you, you do a good job, and I really appreciate it. Uh, I love doing it. I love... you know, meeting with artists who uh, I've never had the opportunity to speak to or to see. Uh, that's why I love the Zoom thing. Uh, it's so much more fun than a telephone interview. And, and we can go a little bit longer because if I had you here in the studio with me, I'd go two hours easily. So, uh, <laughs> no, really. Yeah. So uh, that's, that's not a problem. Now, you have... Uh, you had sent me some songs that you want to play, and I think you've played almost all of them except for one of them, which is right. Daddy, Don't You Tell No Lies. That's and, it. Uh, why don't again, we... again, features size, size, wonderful humor. You know, you hear folks say, oh, it was just better in the good old days. And so, so Cy takes that and he thinks, okay, yeah, let, let's test that. Let's, let's talk about, you know, how, um, you know, no, nothing, nothing bad ever happened. Everybody just behave themselves it's all and he just keeps going with these you know it's like the fisher 
the, the people who fish and the fish just keeps getting bigger and bigger until you realize, okay, somebody's pulling my leg here. So it just, uh, it's, it's fun, the sass and the humor and the way he, he kind of shows you, uh, you, you know, uh, okay, this, this isn't, this isn't how it really was. So, uh, By so the yeah, way, daddy, what, don't you, I, and I actually sang this at a gig once with my father, my father was kind of sitting right in front of me. And he said, afterwards we were talking and he said, boy, I felt like you were lecturing to me right there. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, by the way, um, uh, again, kudos to Parker Foley, who is playing the ba bass. Uh, I always love watching uh, somebody play a stand-up bass guitar because my uncle, who was a vaudeville uh, entertainer, along oh, with, wow. I had two uncles that were in the same band together, one from my mom's side, one from my father's side, and they played in a jug band. And they played things like saws and uh, washboards yeah. and, uh, you know, all sorts of uh, Jaws harps. Uh, they didn't call it Jaws harps then. But <laughs> yeah, all you have to do is go in, the record, go in the recording studio and you, you know that all kinds of stuff gets played. I've heard of people using change from their pocket. Yeah, in, in yeah. The recording yeah, yeah. studio. Yeah. I, but I grew up watching yeah. my uncle play the saw and I was just amazed at the sound. I've seen that. Thing out of that i have seen and, that, that is and really my other uncle would play the fiddle and he'd play it actually uh he could play it with his teeth and i have photos of him doing it and behind <laughs> his head he would play that they're an amazing group of people but uh yeah so i do love watching yeah. parker play the bass it brings back memories and it's a beautiful it's a beautiful bass i'm it sorry is. your it's listeners gorgeous. can't see it but yeah i have, yeah, I have the a only disadvantage is yeah. you have to carry it around with you but uh, <laughs> my wife my wife plays the cello and i, I don't know how she does it uh, but uh, she gets it around. Goodness gracious! But a bass, forget yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> he's to good at it. He gets it. He gets it in and out of the tiniest places, and <laughs> you know, and his car is actually not not all that big. You would be amazed seeing all that equipment come out of his car. Oh yeah. gosh! <laughs> all right, so uh, yeah, so yeah, Daddy, don't you tell no lies, Daddy. Here we go. go. This then this will be our last live song. So okay, one, two. One, two, three, four. Blackberries, big as baseballs. Peanuts, round as your arm. Peaches, big as watermelons. Growing on that Georgia farm. Rosa, yellow sweet corn. Shining morning light plan them Monday morning eat them by Friday night oh daddy don't you tell no lies talking about the old time ways daddy don't you tell no lies talking about the good old days nobody got in trouble Nobody got in fights, weren't no drinking whiskey, weren't no staying out all night. Everybody worked like horses, never stopped to take a rest. Everybody had religion, 
everybody did their best Daddy, don't you tell no lies Talking about the old time ways Daddy, don't you tell no lies Talking about the good old days Everybody was a neighbor Every neighbor was a friend Children listen to their parents Women listen to their men Weren't no agitators Stirring up the countryside Everybody knew their places Everyone was satisfied Oh now daddy don't you tell no lies Talking about the old time way Daddy, don't you tell no lies Talking about the good old days Well, now, Daddy, don't you tell no lies Talking about the old time ways Daddy, don't you tell no lies Talking about the good old days Well, now, talking about the good old Yeah, talking about the good old Talking about the good old days <laughs> yes, yes, Katie Oates, uh, uh, along with Parker Foley on bass, and uh, goodness gracious, what what a fun time we've had here in uh, this. It has. This has oh, been so goodness. wonderful. This is like a lifeline to the future, Artie. <laughs> well, thank you, guys. Uh, I really yeah. appreciate you being here with me today. I want to thank you a million times for joining me today. And thanks, Katie. Thanks, Yeah, Parker. thank you. Sending love out there. Have a great afternoon. Yeah. Okay, you too. Bye-bye. Bye. Along the battery in Charleston, South Carolina The ancient silent cannon point to sea In 1861 they fired on Fort Sumter the dead and wounded still cry out to you and me. Why are the guns still firing? Why are the innocent laid low? Why is this war still raging? That should have ended long ago That war was fought in part To put an end to slavery The nation's shame we never should forget 150 years ago The gunners finally But shameless violence betrays us yet Why are the guns still firing? Why are the innocent laid low? Why is this war still raging? Now nine new souls are added to the mill. 
lost their lives to this uncivil war And it remains for us the living To spike the guns of hate forevermore Why are the guns still firing? Why are the innocent laid low? Why is this war still Long ago